Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mikey intern Ned Reynolds back in the studio on a Tuesday morning. So, came in like a flash in a pan and just like a bright burning star, he's back out. Tony <laughs> looks like he might be out for a while. What's the deal? Well, there is no definitive date that he'll come back. I would be surprised if he plays this Sunday, though. Has hamstring problems again. You know, for a few laughs and giggles, Mike, you need to read some of the some of the uh, online Oh, the messages from the fans in New York. They are really, really upset. They're upset at the fact that the Chiefs took this guy, number one, and number two, you got what you paid for, guys. Apparently, he was not well-liked by the New York Giants players nor the fans because they're always out, always out with an injury. So one of them said, what else did you expect? Welcome to our club. Good luck, something like that. Anyway, we'll see. The guy has a lot of skills. He scored a touchdown on a run, had, what, 33 yards on the ground two weeks ago. and I'm sorry, 33 yards total and two, uh, 32 of them on the ground. Hey, the guy has, has skills, but he's going to always be hurt, which is a common problem with very tight-muscled individuals. Well, you have Hardman out, so is uh, Smith-Schuster and all that sort of thing, and probably now Tony, but... As long as Patrick Mahomes has Travis Kelsey in that lineup, (laughs) the Chiefs are going to be all right. He's the key. Sky Moore stepped up big time, too, in L.A., so we'll see what happens when they come back to face off with the Rams on Sunday. Um, And it's only Tuesday. You never know what could happen. He could be back. Don't let the the New York Giants sour. No, 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 no. no, That's not it. That's not it. It's a midseason, and you don't want to put anybody at jeopardy when you don't have to. Absolutely. Three games in front. Come on, man. And if you look at the strength of schedule right now for the Kansas City Chiefs, we are in a really good position. You knew it was going to happen. Just take a look at the start of the year. You knew the stronger teams were up front, the lesser, less than strong. It's pro football. Anything can happen. You do have the Cincinnati Bengals there, and the Raiders would just be out for mayhem. But over and above that, you knew it was stronger at the start and less than stronger at the finish. Well, the Chiefs always are uh, favored at home most of the time. Um, what's the odds on Sunday? I'm a little bit surprised at this one. The odds are out. The Rams have had just a star-crossed year. Lost to the Saints last week in New Orleans. I didn't think they would, but they have. Quarterback may be out. Kansas City is a 14 and one half point. Gang, that is a lot in the NFL. 14 and a half points. That's that's pretty high. But I wouldn't we'll say that the you know, every time it gets asked, the Chiefs play close, and like I said, they play to their opponent, and they're not gonna be flashy if they don't have to. I guarantee you, if the weather is okay, they'll probably keep it on the ground and they'll run it and try to do exactly what they did in LA. So you're telling me to give the points and take the Rams, right? That's not what I said. That's not what I said. I said they play him close. (laughs) Said 14 is too much. That's what I said. I'm giving the points and taking the Rams. You're letting those New York Giants fans sour you and sour you. (laughs) Came in here with an agenda today, Ned. All right, we got three games on Thanksgiving. In my opinion, the Vikings-Patriots game could be a dandy. It will be. That'll be a very good football game. And you're right. It is three NFL games. That's the tradition on Thanksgiving Day. There's also one college game. And the college game also has become something of a tradition on the Thanksgiving holiday. It used to be Texas, Texas A&M, but they, they haven't played each other in years because they hate each other. Now they're about to be in the same conference. All right, that's out. But what is in is the Egg Bowl. 
and the Egg Bowl is a fierce collision between Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Mississippi State in Starkville goes to Oxford, about a 100-mile trip, maybe even a little bit less. But they dislike each other intensely. Both have winning records, although Ole Miss has a better record. Ole Miss got trounced by Arkansas last week. Anyway, they play on Thanksgiving night, and uh, Mike Leach's Mississippi State Bulldogs did win. They overpowered a Division I AA team, East Tennessee State. So this comes in as a very interesting game, and I'll tell you, you want to see some collisions going on. When the Rebels and the Mississippi State Bulldogs get on, uh, watch out. These, these guys hit hard. Favorite holiday of the year. You know why? Because you get to drink all day, you get to eat all day, and you get to watch football all day. <laughs> so, Team USA in the World Cup yesterday got a draw. One-to-one, USA versus Wales. USA appeared to have the match won, and then Wales scored on a penalty kick very late in the game. And to come away with a 1-1 tie or 1-1 draw. And that, that was not good for the USA because they've got some pretty good matches coming up. Friday is their next one, and they play Great Britain, a.k.a. England, and they are very good. The English team, as a matter of fact, won their first match, <laughs> beat Iran 6-2. to two. Now, in soccer, folks, 6-2 to two is the equivalent of about 20-8 to eight in baseball, somewhere around there. You have kicked somebody's behind when you score six goals. And uh, the English did that. They would love to do that against the uh, the colonies over here, who they will play on uh, on Friday. Uh, we'll see what happens. The USA team has some very good athletes, but they don't have the experience of playing at that top level of international soccer. So we'll see. But uh, it is USA versus England next. You can you just dated yourself calling this place the colonies. <laughs> <laughs> I covered the uh, revolution. <laughs> he was here when the first football game was played in 18. All right, so we've got uh, basketball happening in town tonight. We do indeed. It's a doubleheader at the O'Reilly Family Event Center, but it's a doubleheader of four games because there are two guest teams coming in. This is one of Drury's Thanksgiving tournaments. But as far as the Drury teams are concerned, the Lady Panthers will play Cedarville. Cedarville's in Ohio. That game is at 5.30. Cedarville has two. They're a, a dual affiliate. NCAA Division II and the National Christian College Association. The Lady Panthers will play the Cedarville team at 5.30. Then the Panthers will take the court at 7.45 and they'll take on Southwestern Oklahoma State. So that, that team is in Weatherford, incidentally, Oklahoma. So these are two guest teams that are coming in and the others who are competing, flip-flopping opponents, are Truman State and Missouri S&T. So we'll have a very good level of competition going on. Should be a lot of fun. That's all over at Drury. And that begins very early this afternoon with the the guest teams playing and then later on this evening. It's a two-day competition. A lot of fun. Lady Bears and the Bears depart for their holiday get-together soon, don't they? Well, the Lady Bears will leave tomorrow for Las Vegas. The Bears are leaving today for Nassau in the Bahamas. Both teams will play on Friday. The ladies' competition is Friday and Saturday, and the men is Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It's a three-day competition that they're playing down in Nassau. I talked to Dana Ford yesterday, and he thinks this will be a very interesting time. It will be from a logistic standpoint, because when the Bears leave today, they won't be home until next Thursday or Friday. I'm talking about this weekend, next weekend, because they'll complete the tournament in Nassau and then fly to Chicago 
where they play Wednesday night against Illinois Chicago in a Missouri Valley Conference opener. They won't come home. They are on the road that entire time. It's almost like an NBA team. I was about to say, who's <laughs> racking up that frequent flyer miles, man? They're going to be able to go to the Bahamas at least three times this year after all that traveling. It will be uh, be very interesting. Their competition in the Bahamas is pretty good. Uh, the Bears play North Carolina Wilmington uh, on Friday. North Carolina Wilmington's not a headline team, but they played the Tar Heels earlier this year and gave them a pretty good little battle. The Bears are playing well, though. Missouri State has a very good basketball team, in my opinion. A lot of skilled athletes, good shooters, really good defensive tactics. I'd be interested to see what they do. This, the tournament they're playing in is not what you would call high-level major teams. Uh, they'll play on Saturday against either Vermont or Ball State, and then on Sunday, probably Long Beach State. But the fact of the matter remains that it's good competition for them, good way to keep sharp. It really is. Do you think this is a uh, make-it-or-break-it year for Dana? Oh, I don't know. I don't know how the – I must admit to you, I don't know how the college operates in terms – he's under contract. Yeah. He's under contract for a number of years. And Dana likes it here. At least I assume he does anyway. The university is satisfied with what he does. So, yeah, I, I wouldn't call it that, no. In fact, I'm not sure any coach is ever at a make-or-break at this college. Yeah. <laughs> We'll leave him with that, Ned. You have a great day, sir.